0: Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have Mallory Slaybach. Mallory's been helping business owners increase their leads, revenue, and profit for more than 10 years in businesses, including entrepreneurs, authors, tech companies, artists, dance studio owners, health coaches, and more all around the world. She's from North Carolina, actually right near me. I'm from just below Winston-Salem and you're in Winston-Salem is that right? I'm right I just moved out of it so I'm just a few minutes ahead of it now but yeah okay got it so we're right in the same area miles away we have met in person but never not locally yeah not here (laughs) so that's funny um she has four kids under nine she loves bright lipstick high heels and tacos Awesome. Thanks for joining me today. Well,
1: thank you. I'm so excited to be on your path. First, I'm just so excited you started a podcast because you're amazing. And so this is super exciting. And thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to chat. And um are excited even afterwards to figure out a time where we'll actually meet up. <laughs> meet up <Yeah. laughs> in real life. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But before we get to that, um, can you just tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and how you started your business? Sure, so I, gosh, I think I started my own business really, I'm going to tell
1: you a date that's a lie, but this is what I'm going to tell tell people the most. Um, about a year and a half ago is when I pivoted what I was doing online. And so I kind of start that as like my new birth date or whatever, Mm -hmm. start date of the business. Um, and so I had been doing marketing since college. So since I got out, I've been running the marketing for my parents, small business, actually. Um, it was a software company. So we're in the tech world. He's got clients across the whole country. Um, so my job was basically to do all, things marketing i actually pitched him on these are all the holes this is what i can do right out of college and he hired me and so it's been really awesome to kind of have carte blanche you know reign to do whatever i wanted to expand the marketing so that's kind of where i cut my teeth on everything and i was really getting hired by you know our clients to kind of come in and do their mark help with their marketing and their websites and their kind of stuff but about um two and a half three years ago i was gosh, maybe it was four years ago. Cause I, my, about the time when my last, my fourth baby was born, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. It's like a niche old boy industry that we're in. And I was like, I really feel like I want to change the world. So mm-hmm. I went and got certified as a life and business coach. And I was like, I am going to help moms. I'm going to help moms who have businesses who just want help with their life. Cause that's what I wanted. Like that's what I needed when I was raising all these little tiny children. They're still really tiny, but we're at a good spot. We're almost out of diapers. Mm-hmm. Um, um and so I tried that for a while and like nobody wanted to hire me. Moms don't want to hire help for moms. Mm. Um really it was more like advanced session. But that was really hard because I was like, no, like I this is me wanting to get back. I need to do this. Right. And um people kept hiring me to uh write the marketing plans and audit their websites and write their copy. And my husband was finally like uh, here's your sign. Like, just right. do the thing you're really good at and stop worrying about. It. You're still helping moms because all these moms have businesses. And I was like, I don't know. So about a year and a half ago, I just put out an offer on a, in a couple of Facebook groups. And I was like, let's just see. I've been like podcast binging on the beach um, to BizChicks, which I love her podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these I had all these ideas going. And I was like, I'm just going to throw out this strategy session see what happens if people actually bite. So I did. And I got like 55 people in like two days to apply to get a strategy session. I booked a ton of them the next two weeks. I did like 30 plus of them. And I was like, I think I'm on to something. Yeah. Um, if I get a crazy amount of response like this. And so that's kind of when I shifted everything to focus. Okay, let me just do what I've been doing the past 13 years and just do it for entre- women entrepreneurs. And so that's kind of how it was born. And it's kind of just kind of grown and evolved since then.
0: Awesome. Okay. So You mentioned something about wanting to change the world. Tell me more about that. What does that look like now? I know it looks different than you originally thought it would.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, I don't know if I just, am I getting more nostalgic the older I get? Like, I'm not that old. But I feel like (laughs) the the older my kids get, I'm like, oh my gosh, things are changing. And um, I think I just... I was introduced to like the online industry and all the stuff going on. And it was just like mind blowing to like see all the people and the impact they're making. And I was like, well, I'm not really doing that in my job right now. I feel like I need to be doing more. So that was the initial kickoff. Well, now that it's morphed, it's this thing where what I realize I'm truly able to do, which I wasn't able to see, it's always hard to see it when you're in it, right? Now that I'm like a little bit removed, I'm like, well, duh, let's just give a like face job right here. Um, but what I'm seeing is that Women who are coming to me are on the brink of quitting, Mm. which sounds really sad. And it is like, it's it's so common. Like entrepreneurs don't last that long. I don't even know the stats right now of how many they turn over, but it's hard. I know you know it or anybody you've worked with. It's just up and down all the time. And people think it's going to be like this overnight success. (laughs) You're going to make a hundred million dollars in like two years or less and have that yacht and that kind of stuff. But that's just not reality. And so women were coming to me and they were like, I just, you know, I'm going to have to quit. I'm going to have to go back to getting a job. And that was really the breaking point for them. And I was like, listen, like these people have phenomenal businesses. Like I've seen some people who are like six figure, seven figure businesses. And I'm like, how do they, how are people buying like this stuff? Right. Like this doesn't, like if they can do it, anybody can do this. And so what I realized was like, you don't suck at what you do. You don't have a bad business model or anything. You just don't know how to get people to your business, mm-hmm. which is what I'm really great at is shining the light and getting that visibility and that kind of thing. That's what we do in marketing. Really. It's just like getting people's attention so that they know you exist and can buy the stuff from you. And so when I really started to change my focus to, OK, I can still help people. I'm still making a difference because if I am help that woman not shut down her business and that woman explode her business and that woman have financial freedom and all the things that they're achieving by our work together, um, then that's then that's fulfilling. And that's going like, to make me feel good when I sleep at night.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's incredible. It's this bigger sense of purpose that drives yeah. you, but ultimately by doing the things that you love. So what particularly lights you up in your business as far as the things that you actually do? Because we talked about the results that you get. And of course, I know that lights you up to see those changes for right. all the women you work with. But what lights you up as far as what you're doing now?
1: Um, I think two things. So I'm kind of shifting... My focus this year, i realizing, like, I I am a very deep and person in December. Mm. In December, I go, like, way down and think about all the things happening. And so when I, when I emerge in January, it's like, yes, world, we're going to do it. <laughs> so what I think we're going to do in the world this year As um, I'm realizing what's most important to me out of my business. And what I really loved doing the last year and a half when I changed it was the community, like the the community aspect is like, so I'm realizing like, it's almost vital. Like if I don't have, I keep creating these little communities. I'm realizing, um, I was writing on my email sequence this morning. I'm like, Oh, I need to tell them about this thing. And they could do this thing. And like, I have a book club and like, I have the Facebook group and I just create these little things. Not like anything's like, I don't have an agenda. Most of them aren't even like logically planned out, but it's like, I need people to feel safe in community with each other. And so they don't feel so lonely because it's mm-hmm. really lonely on this journey. So what I think I'm realizing, I love, I'm really excited about are the communities that are forming and how that's becoming such a pivotal bar to my business. So people come to me for marketing help. Basically, how do I get more leads, right? That's the mm-hmm. number one you probably hear all the time too. Oh, that- yeah nobody thinks they have enough business. And that's, which is common. Like I get it. So that's what I kind of focus on. But what I'm really helping women do is, okay, what's the bigger picture than just this? Like, Beyond just getting people into you, we're looking at like how are you converting them? how are you attracting them? What are you doing afterwards? And then kind of why? Like, that's what I'm coming to. like what's my why? My why is that I need to have these women in community with me and help them grow and succeed because that's how we grow and succeed right is like in community with each other, the whole rising tide, like lifting boat. Yeah. boat that I'm- can't remember ever like that whole thing so that's what I'm excited about is bringing people into this community environment whatever however they drop into my world um and then helping everybody raise each other up and that's kind of what we do so that and then like if I had to get really specific about what I do it's probably like you I think we both have strategic minds it's Mm like seeing all the pieces from above it's almost like a puppet master like it's a big puzzle yeah See, I can see the pieces that are missing that they don't even know exist. I'm like, what? right, like this is what this is the puzzle, this is the piece. We need to do this. Um that's what gets that. me excited like out of my bed each day. I'm like, what are we going to figure out today? Cuz every business is different. Every even if I have a client for a year I'm working with, every session is different, right? Like things are changing and moving so quickly. They're always changing up what
0: they're doing, so it's fun. Like everything is fun to do. Yeah. Okay. So, talking about the community piece because that's so so important yet it's tough to find maybe for some of us I don't know maybe it's an introvert extrovert thing but or maybe not maybe that's even a myth but for me I know that it's hard to find that community where I feel really comfortable to open up and I found that through some paid groups when I am a part of a mastermind or something like that but um it's really difficult for me to just like find that community and open up, but it's so important because all of a sudden I am, I say all of a sudden, but however many years ago that I started my business, I went from talking and chatting it up at work and, you know, building this really close knit group of people that I saw every single day to doing it all alone, essentially.
1: Right. And I, I, well, yeah, this, I was thinking about this exact thing because really it's so deceiving. Like you think as an entrepreneur, like we're surrounded by people all the time because basically we have a mazillion conversations online all day long. Exactly. But At the end of the day, I'm still in my office with my door shut by myself with the lights out right now, talking to a computer, right? It's not like as much as I love chatting with you, it's not the same as like right. having that real, like we were on the phone and we met person at the comic shop, which we're going to do. Yes. Um, it's just different. And so I think it's you don't realize how lonely you get until I think you kind of hit a point where you feel like you're drowning, honestly. And I want people to not feel that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and to go deeper, because I have lots of conversations to your point every single day and they're great conversations, but a lot of them are still surface level in that they see, they see what I want them to see. And I try to be very vulnerable and, and show up authentically yet at the same time, there's a lot that we never get into because we just don't go deeper we don't have that amount of time to spend where it feels safe or comfortable to go deep. So that's really important. So I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that you're focusing on that. I think that's going to be huge for a lot of people. And I'm really excited to see what that morphs into or what that looks like.
1: I know. Thank you. I know it's, it's hard as a um, like control freak and like perfectionist. That's how I would label myself today is that to not know where to stop worrying about the outcomes of things. And just to put them out there and see what happens. Um, and that's kind of where I feel like the, like, I have a group. Honestly, I think about shutting my group down every other week just because it's Facebook. Um, but really, like, I, I can't. Like, I love, like, I just need to figure out, if that's my thing is coming back to is how do I just make it a community that I want to hang out all the time in? Not like all the time, but you know what I mean. And so yeah. it's that same thing. It's like just leaving space to be vulnerable and leaving space to be open and, um, like allowing those conversations to kind of flow through. Uh, Cause you're right. Like, I, I have some clients like that too, where it's like pretty much like, do, 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 do. here's a tesco, let's go run a play. And some where it's like, no, no, we're not even talking about business today. This is all life stuff that's actually happening, yeah. which is why I love the business and life thing is because people think they're hiring a business coach, but <laughs> you're going to talk about everything. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, You cannot unblend business and life. It's nope. like they're, they're combined. Like oh, my kids totally. had the sun and blue last week. That was a big conversation on oh, my cool. calls. I was like, I'm sorry. There's vomitors around my house. I'm wearing a mask right now. Like it right. just happens. And so you just need yeah. a space to do that. So oh. yeah, I'm excited too.
0: Okay, cool. That's That's amazing. So you also mentioned something about getting more comfortable with not knowing that outcome. And so I think just that's a valid point to highlight here that clarity comes through action. And so I love too, that you don't know what it's all going to look like, but you're just going for it. So important.
1: Right. Otherwise you just stand in like planning mode and planning mode is so awesome, except for nothing actually gets accomplished. Right. It's like all in your head. So to combat that, we're just going to jump in with both
0: feet without even looking and let's do it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So I know that when we've chatted, we both operate in this online space. We market ourselves using online tactics and strategies and all this stuff. And that's all incredible. But at the end of the day, there's also a difference in serving clients in person and face-to-face and local and building those relationships. And it doesn't all have to be face-to-face, but just local with the opportunity to meet once in a while versus having clients that are all virtual. What's the difference there? I know that you actually have a good majority of clients that are local and serve yeah. many more beyond that, but it's incredible to see that. So how tell me a little bit about the difference and why you enjoy that.
1: I think I kind of fell into local marketing again, honestly, it started out of a community. So when I pivoted the business, I was like, I am looking for this type of entrepreneur and I don't see anybody around here that's doing that and so I was like well I'm just gonna put something up on meetup because someone was like have you heard of meetup and I was like no I live in a box people and so I was like put about meetup and I started having this thing and I started having these women show up for me to talk about you know how to market their business once a month and I was like this is the craziest thing We're meeting like under the stairs at a really sketchy I was a sketchy actually like it um coffee shop but like no one had ever met before. They had no connection to me. They were showing up and I loved like month after month after month, people were showing up and I was like, this is so cool. And so I kind of got a taste of what it's like, like when you meet someone in person and you can meet someone locally, it supercharges your relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I love it. It's addicting almost because I know that if I can just meet somebody and talk to them about X, Y, Z, then I have an exponential chance of signing them to something at some point in my thing. Whereas online people, they come and go, they're so fickle. Um, I think I keep drawing back to this local and that's a huge piece of what I do as well is because it's, it's nice. It's easy. It's that relationship building. Um, And so that's kind of how it started was just meeting people locally, but it's also just um, having to go out and meet people, which I don't sound like I'm an introvert today. Cause I can be really excitable, um, but I am, and it's kind of hard to get out there. And so, forcing myself to go yeah. to meetings and, and be that person allowed me to like own that I could be that person. You know what I mean? I feel like we yeah. label ourselves. So right. that's kind of how it. That's kind of how it morphed with local marketing. And what's really cool is that. Honestly, most people, even my, most of my clients, even they totally don't do it at all, but it's the fastest way to really grow your business and to test out your business. Especially if you're in like, so most of my clients kind of fall into the two to five K range, which I consider just about almost out of DIY. They're not ready to hire the team and the stuff yet. Um, but they're afraid to go local. which I'm like, there's so much more you could expand yourself if you just kind of test the waters and see. One, it's a great place to test out offers quickly. It's a great place to even test out your messaging to see if you really have the true ideal client. Uh, just because you get data so much faster than you would if it's online or through an automation, which trust me, I love those too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love to kind of invite the clients that I work with to let's go try this, let's go be this here, let's you know put this out there, just so you get faster data because it helps you. It's kind of like the... Jumping in with both feet thing, it forces you to take action a whole lot faster than you would if you're like, well, let me build this funnel first and create this opt-in and then write the sequence and then da da da. da. that's all yeah. great and well, but if you don't even know it works and you might be wasting a whole bunch of time. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why I love to draw people to it is because it's the speed of it and the, and the way you can build the relationships faster.
0: I really like that you said that. I know for me, just a few minutes ago, I was thinking to myself about how this whole online space makes it really easy to, to hide and even though you're quote unquote air quotes here putting yourself out there you're still staying behind the scenes or only showing up to show what you want to show and to go live when you want to go live if you even do that but it's so easy to just stay hidden versus the local market like you're you are forcing yourself to get visible so um I think there's there's value in that and then also I wonder I mean it sounds like and you can verify or elaborate here, but it sounds like you can build that no like trust factor even faster being face to face and meeting someone. Oh yeah, it's almost it's this differentiator of you've got someone right in front of you with the skill set versus searching online and googling and a million results come up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I think it's it's almost like if you if anybody has you know, had to have sales conversations with people. Mm-hmm. It's really the aspect where you're able to like draw out the answers you need quickly to decide, are these, is this someone that could be a good fit for me or not? Mm-hmm. Um, in person, instead of like having to have this long, again, the long kind of drawn out conversation thing. So what I, what I think is really fun about local marketing, also, like you said, it's the, it's the exponential factor of this No, like, and trust. Um, it's that the reason people love everybody who goes crazy on social media and like Instagram and like puts out stuff like prolifically is because you get to see all the nuances. Well, as much as you can, when they're putting on a thing, but you get to see the people and they feel really real to you. Like, Mm -hmm as much as we like the online, the tech world, we're still drawn to people as people. And there's like, you just can't avoid that connection. And so when you like meet me in person, kind of like you're seeing me on video, like I, sometimes I appear like a complete spaz, right? Like I'm like, Wah! excitable, but like you either like me or you don't when you meet right. me that energy. And so it's, it helps people be like, Oh, she's real. She does. Like I'm not intimidated by her because I can see her in person. You know, she's like asking me questions. She can actually, she knows exactly what I'm talking about, hopefully, right? Like that's the whole point of me being able to talk to people is really to find out, is this a good fit or not? And so it helps really everything. It helps with research and how I, how I talk to people and how I ask questions. And I just, I can't talk highly enough about it, honestly.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, that's amazing because I, I want to hear more. Um, so my experience has typically been meeting people online and then, maybe a select few having the opportunity to meet up in person. I've traveled to meet people, gone to conferences and been like, Oh, I know you and you're going That's great. Let's meet. But I haven't really done the opposite. So for the person who's listening right now, for the woman who's listening and she's saying, okay, this sounds cool, but how do I even get started? What do you, what do you tell her? Excellent. I actually,
1: am looking at my notes because this is a great question to ask me. I have about, six or seven ideas that I'll throw out okay. to you. Okay. So first one is collaborate with local businesses that have meet similar, like this is the exact same thing you would say to someone online, right? Like who mm-hmm. could you collaborate with? Who could, could you do something like as a summit with that type of thing that works the same locally? Like who could you either connect with or who can connect you to more ideal clients? So think about like locally businesses that come to mind, you guys serve the same type of audience or there's some kind of crossover. That's a great place to start. The second place to start would be connecting, like, where can you find, kind of like what I did with the meetup group, like, where can I find ideal clients, or where can I find influencers in my city? Mm-hmm. Those are the two places that I hang out with. So, I either, one, create my own group, or go to networking groups where my ideal clients are, mm-hmm. or I go to meetings and networking staff where I know people who know the people, right? Like. They still quote where like your net worth is your network whatever you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. About. network is. is your net worth. I keep hearing that quote last week. Um, so it's like keeps coming to mind, but it's so true. Like it is. I make sure like I love. I have specific friends locally who legit know like everybody like. I don't know how, I don't even know how people know all these people like that, but that's someone I want to know. Um, and so just making those key connections and relationships and it's not like I've been doing this 18 months, so it's not overnight. Like, it's not like a, Oh, she right. knows me now. She's going to like farm me out to the directory. It's like, I genuinely like tried to build relationships with people that I like to hang out with. That's super important too. Oh, like yeah. locally. You don't want to just smooch people. Like that's not my style anyways, but for people who are like, that sounds like I'm going to, it's gonna be really hard. Like just show up and be at an event and talk to someone you actually would like to meet in person, like rule of thumb in life. Just, just be yourself and talk to people you would want to be friends with. Like I think about it like this. I see that girl over there Would I invite her over to my messy house so we could drink wine out of cups that our kids don't realize are wine. Like, That's a good filter for me because one, she's not going to judge me, right? We probably have similar interests. I can probably help her, like all those things. That's really how I kind of look at it. And so it takes off that kind of fear of like, oh, I have to go and meet strangers in my own city, which can put a whole nother thing. Like, what if I run into them and they think I'm dumb? Like, that's not going to happen. They're actually going to be really excited. They saw somebody they know um, and they're like, oh yeah, we met at da, da, da. Like, that's what actually happens in case anybody has these negative thoughts running through your mind as you listen. Mm. Um, so finding those places are going to be really really key because it's kind of like a breeding ground. That sounds like an awful analogy, but but like a warm breeding ground of like where you can have these wonderful relationships kind of bubble out and just see what happens.
0: That's amazing because I think there's I've always had this idea of not logically, like not actually like a firm belief, but as you speak I'm like, "Oh, you mean I don't have to force a conversation with someone I don't like?" Oh, Right. Okay. And it's, it just reminded me, oh yeah, like I love that I have the freedom and flexibility as an entrepreneur to not only work when and where I want, but with whomever I want. And so I get to choose. And so, right. yeah, if I don't feel like the that things are going well, or it's not resonating, or I don't like the person, I don't have to, keep having the conversation so right anyway right.
1: and you're gonna run into people like at networking events especially like there's some that are way more are gonna be way more professional in your area and they're like all business and like here's the business cards and like give me all your leads type thing which those make me feel a little icky sometimes yeah. but um I still go because you never know what's gonna happen but it's like I don't have to do I can literally trash these on my way out to the car all these cards if there's nobody in there I genuinely connected with but I have to at least see right like There's no, nothing, no one, like, we didn't sign a blood contract that I'm going to follow up with anybody. I don't have to make appointments to anybody and follow up. So just putting yourself out there just allows you to be open to all the opportunities. Love it. Yeah. Okay, next thing I would recommend, um, what could work? Now, this one, I'm going to, like, this is like a ninja technique. It's not for everybody, especially starting out, but it would be like, just reach out. Like there are so many ways you can, especially local printers, local people do local mailings and that kind of thing. Put When I first started, I legit went to, uh, what do we have over here? Staples. I printed out this flyer that I had made on Canva and it just had the meetup. up. And I posted like every restaurant that had a bulletin board in Winston, like Dunkin' Donuts and Dewey's. And I handed it out the library, like all the places just nice. to try to get some trap. Like I would never do that normally. Like, who am I? But you never know what's going to happen. Right. It's like right. the new mantra. Like if you take nothing away from our talk, it's, you never know what's going to happen. Just try it. Um, but there are such like people still get mail. I still get mail. I still look at all the junk mail, even though I know it's junk mail coming in my mailbox. So people say like mailers are dead and that stuff. They're totally not dead. You just need to be targeted. So it's definitely an option. If you have a good business where it's local, you need to come to an event, you need to drive traffic to it, just a potential. Um the next one would be, does your inner circle know exactly what you do? <laughs> I go over this over and over and over again with all clients across the board who are like, I need more clients. And I'm like, You should start with your warm list. Does anybody, does your husband even know what you do? Your husband tell anybody what it is you do. I don't know. My husband does know because he's been on the podcast and he's listened to all my podcasts, but most people like my mom doesn't really know what I do. Uh, My brother doesn't. And like, like there's so many people, most people don't know my best friends cannot tell you what I do probably. Um, And that's like, well, shoot. So I would say pick five friends And literally ask them, be like, what do you think I do? Just Mm -hmm. so you get a feel for what's coming. What are you putting out there into the world? Mm-hmm. It's also a good way for you to gauge, like, are you on point with your marketing messaging? That's right. a good and You can go talk to Catherine and be like, Catherine, I'm not on point anymore. <laughs> um, but like, that's the fastest way also. So not only influencers, but your warm network. So how mm-hmm. do you use that locally? Well, you have to legit have people understand what it is you do. So when they meet somebody, they can be like, oh, you need my best friend Mallory or you need my best friend Catherine because she does that exact thing. Mm-hmm. So that's really easy. It's just like prepping people like, oh, that's what you think I do. Oh my gosh, this is what I actually do. Or (laughs) I was helping so-and-so do this the other day. Um, we, you know, like just tell it in a story. People love stories. You don't have to be all like salesy. Like, well, I help clients get six figures in 22 days and da, 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 da. Like just be like, I have this girl who had a website and she wanted to like more people to come to her website. And we did this thing like, Super
0: easy. Exactly that kind of thing. That way, they can easily refer you to others, mention you to others, and it, first of all, they just think about you. Um, and what you're saying totally reminds me of those. Memes where it's like what you think
1: I do. <laughs> yes. be I love those. <laughs> yes. I love those. They crack me up. It's so true. Like seriously, you can go. Here's one idea. Everybody for your social media, you go ask your five friends and what they tell you. You then make a meme out of it about what your friends think you do, and you can post that on your social media. because yes, yes, you're gonna get crazy yes. answers. You really yes. are about yes. what you do. And you're like, how do you not understand? Like, think the thing is, you're gonna be like angry. Honestly, you're gonna be like, how do they not know what I do? Right. And it's like they just—they live in a bubble. They do, honestly. Just okay. gotta keep poking that bubble some more. Um, okay, a couple more. I want to tell you. The next one is ask for referrals right after doing results. Um, especially locally, it's even more important because it spreads like wildfire. Once you know one person, they tell somebody, then they tell the next three people, and da da da. That's, I think, how I get traction so quickly. Locally, it's because people talk. Everybody knows each other. Even if it's a big town, it's a lot smaller than you think it is. Even like the internet, like we ran into each other and from like, where where were we? We're in a different state then? I can't remember.
0: We were like a couple hours away. away? But
1: we had never like, I should, like we're in all these different circles together. We should have run into each other a hundred times. So it really is a small world. And so just asking people for that for the referral and like connect you or, you know, don't, don't forget to talk about me or don't keep me a secret or we're going to find more people like you. It just helps people be like, Oh, well she likes me or, Oh yeah. So-and-so could probably use your help too type thing. Right. It does not ever hurt to ask ever.
0: Oh, of course not. Yeah, no, I love that point. And especially how you added right after you get results.
1: Yes. That's when they're happiest. They're most like, exactly. yeah, somebody else wants this exact thing I do. Mm-hmm. People forget like we're not done. We're just so crazy busy in our brains that we can't remember all the things. We we had the best intentions to like shout your name from the rooftop. But if you don't catch us at the exact moment that you have our attention, we're like gone like squirrel. Yeah. Like we can't remember exactly. what we're having for breakfast. You know, I don't even know what I had for breakfast today. So that's just mm-hmm. people, people being people. Um, the last three ways they're more like, um, like, Tiny like local things would be make sure you're listed in correctly local directories online. Okay. Um that way you can show up on local searches, like people mm-hmm. typing in, you'll kind of show up first in Google. So like you can Google Google for your business, Yahoo local, Bing Pages, um, Yellow Pages, Yelp, Manta if it fits your industry. Because your name likely will show up in some way. It's probably gonna be an incomplete directory. So just go in, it's free. You can just change the details in it. And make sure that way it helps you kind of local searching-wise. Yeah. Same way in online would be collect Google reviews from happy clients as well. Especially if you have a local presence and you have a local mm-hmm. business. Um that also helps in search, which search makes the world go down. Mm-hmm. I Google something about 18 seconds, every 18 seconds. So yeah, other people do too. Um and then promote other local businesses. It's the best way to help you kind of go back, and back to that, you know, find complementary businesses. Just businesses supporting other businesses makes the world go around locally. Like, it's why you see all, like, support small business signs in the window. So, if you can help other people grow, it's a natural, like, they just feel compelled to help you as well and reach out. And it does not hurt you to, you know, lend a hand to go promote someone else's business because they're going to reciprocate it in some shape, form, fashion, and you just never know what's going to happen. So, that would be my rundown of how to get started was like, it was like a word vomit rundown. Y'all, if you have ever met me before, I do say that word a lot. It just happens. It just comes out with Yeah, direct. same. Um, so like go back and put this on like half speed um, to listen to me talk at normal speed about those last six ideas.
0: Awesome. That's some incredible advice. And I'm sure that it's going to help people both. The thing is, those principles work both online and yes, offline. They do. They do. And so it's going to help no matter what your goals are locally or not. And you're probably not doing
1: all of them and you don't have to do all of them. They're just ideas for you to get started. Like start picking them off the list. Even if you just focused on one thing right now to focus on, you're going to see results from it.
0: Love that. So if someone wants to learn more from you, where's the best place for them to find out more? Do you have some resources you can point them to? Yes.
1: So I have a couple things. If you want more visibility, like something mm-hmm. Catherine and I work on a lot. Um, I have a Get Visible Guide. It's the step-by-step plan that I walk clients through. It's up for opt-in on my website. You can go to, I'll, you can probably have the link for this. Yeah. Since my yep, name I'll drop it in the show weird, notes. But it's a Get Visible Guide. It kind of walks you through, like what I did today, but it walks you through thinking through Because for me and Catherine, probably you probably need access to our brains to understand how we see strategy. And so that's kind of like what I like to map out on the opt-in type things I create is like, this is literally how my brain works. So when you approach me, here's how I'm going to dissect the whole visibility plan from all the angles in my brain. And then at the end also gives you a 63 options, like ways to get visible today, like things you probably have not thought about to just dive in. So that's kind of the best place to kind of get introduced to me because then also it tells you about the Facebook community I have, which tells you about the podcast. It kind of gets you warmer for me.
0: But I'm on Facebook. Come find me. Okay, awesome. And man, 63 ways. No that's more right. excuses for hiding. That's right. That's right. Come out of your shell, people. Come play with me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I'll definitely drop that in the show notes. And whenever you're ready, I'll bring some wine and solo cups. And-
1: oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. We're doing it. We're so doing it. Okay. And then we're going to post pictures. Or we're going to put it on your community and say, local marketing works. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. That sounds... That sounds amazing. I really am looking forward to getting together. So I know we'll chat about that. And I just want to challenge everyone who's listening to take that step, find someone local and meet and you never know what will happen. It's worth it. It's always worth it. Every time it's always been worth it. So, okay. Again, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to have you and look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. Me too. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven-figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to KatherineBinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.